tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. I'm Jason Eichler. Before we get started, just make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, you subscribe to that link right down there, as well on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you want to participate in the conversation, we're using the hashtag SpotlightOn, because we've got a good one today. Singer, songwriter, pianist. Her new EP, Wonderland, is in stores now. Tess Hunley is here. Hey. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's been Grammy weekend and I've seen you at so many events just promoing the album. <laughs> does it feel good to get it out? Yeah, it does. It always feels good just to like, because there's such a buildup, you know, even starting from pre-production yeah. and then into the studio and then it's the the business side of things. And so it's kind of a relief, but you can't really take too much of a break, you know? Because then you have to promote it. Yeah. How many times have you been asked the same question in the last, oh like, four God. days? Oh, um, a lot. I remember going down the line at one of the events, and I just felt like I was saying the same thing over It gets kind of, like, robotic after a while, yeah. right? Yeah. I try to switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because of that, um, we're going to ask you some AfterBuzz TV random ass questions. Oh, gosh. Just to put you on your toes. Okay. Keep you on your toes. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I Just think. say whatever pops in your okay. head. Okay. What is the first album you ever bought? Oh, gosh. Um, this is so bad. It's okay. <laughs> but this is what popped into my head. And it's not probably not the first, but one of the first. Um, do you remember the movie Good Burger? Yes. <laughs> the soundtrack? Soundtrack. What is even on that? I don't know. Uh, do you want fries with that shake? That was one <laughs> of the songs. I can tell how that's really influenced your career. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. favorite junk food? Um, ooh, I have a sweet tooth. So, chocolate and um, sweet and sour candy. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to avoid that before you sing? I I probably should, but nah. <laughs> it's I'm okay. trying to get better at it. Trying it's to get hard. Better. I know. Okay, song you're most embarrassed to admit is on your iPod. Oh. <sighs> oh. I don't pressure. Mm, I'm trying to think. Probably like an old demo that oh, okay. I am. Oh, I we've don't got the Jeopardy music. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> old demo. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would be scared to have those on my phone just in case it's on shuffle in the car and then it comes on. Yeah, it's definitely um, something I wouldn't want anybody to hear. I remember I, I used to take voice lessons when I was a kid, and my vocal warm-ups would be on there, and my mom would always play them for people, and I'm like, oh my god, take that off. <laughs> so bad. My my brother and I, because my brother is a, a singer-songwriter, he we each kind of have our song that we, like, kind of, we don't want 
to be found again. Okay. And like one of our first songs yeah. we ever did. So now it's just a joke to, you know, if family or friends are over that haven't heard the song, um, I like to play his. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Luckily, mine's not on iTunes. His okay. Is. Oh, that sucks for him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one's important. Okay. How many times do you wear a pair of jeans before washing them? Oh, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> like, give me a number. <laughs> Um, I would say I'm a, I'm a two. Two wear? Two oh, wear that's person. pretty clean. Yeah, I mean, I try to do. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's my goal. I read somewhere that you're not supposed to wash them, you're supposed to put them in the freezer, and I guess it kills the germs more. I've never tried really? it, but try that at home if you're listening or watching. Wow. Kind of fun. Okay, <laughs> last lie you told. Um... Hmm. Probably on the way here. When I, right. <laughs> when I was like, oh, I'm 15 minutes behind, and I was not. It's okay. LA traffic. You can always use that as an excuse. Yeah. That's the best part about living here. Okay. How many selfies do you take before you post one? Oh. You know, some days you have good days and bad days. And <laughs> <laughs> I... um. I I probably take a solid five. Five? That's not too yeah. bad. Mm, yeah. See, I'm like I just pose in front of the camera yeah. for too long, and then I like don't even get a good one. <laughs> I need to work on that selfie game. <laughs> I know, me too. Okay, and finally, favorite reality show. I have been really into. Um, I guess this is kind of a reality show, a Fixer Upper oh. on HGTV. Oh, that counts. That totally like, counts. Yeah, right. On those home renovation shows. <laughs> I've been really into that. That's funny. You could write a song for it or something. Yeah. Product placement. <laughs> there we go. Okay, let's talk about music. You okay. grew up in a musical family. Mm-hmm. So, because sometimes if your parents are musicians, they always encourage their kids, like, be a doctor. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Was that where you encouraged to do music? Uh, no, I mean, my mom My mom was the one in a, in a band, and um, my dad has his own business. Okay. And so um, my mom just wanted us to be able to play piano and have a friend in the piano, you know. Um, and But she never forced music as a career on okay. us. Um, and my dad, being, like, very business-minded, was like, okay, you know, let's figure out how we can finance this and, and monetize it. Um, so it was, um, my dad struggles with it a little sometimes because it's obviously not the, the easiest route, but, um, they've supported me a hundred percent. Cause you self-funded your first two albums while you're in college. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, after that, it's like, you know, trying to figure out how to keep it going, yeah. how to fund the, it's, it's, it all adds up really quickly, um, especially recording. Can you talk a little bit about the process of like funding your own album? Cause I think uh-huh. a lot of people don't really know when you hear like starving artists, these are people actually like putting their own money into mm-hmm. making their albums. Well, I guess there are a lot of, I mean, um, you have the studio time. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want, nowadays you don't have to record in the nicest studio. A lot of people just do it from their house. Um, but um, paying musicians um, and 
getting it mixed and mastered and um, the all the costs after if you're going to make physical copies um, that's I mean to get for example maybe a thousand CDs it's I think a, like at least f- maybe around 1500 or so oh, wow. um, and uh and then to promote that, and there's a, all. I mean, you could go on yeah. with the promotion, like music videos, and there's so much. Yeah. So when you went to college, was that as sort of like a backup plan, or did you think because you had a communications degree? Yeah. Course? Well, I started out in business, and at the time, that was when I recorded my first album, and. Um, I was still trying to figure out what my major was going to be. And then I switched to architecture. And around that time, I had really decided that I really wanted to pursue music fully. And um, I love design, but architecture, you know, I kind of had to do one or the other, really. And so I I switched to communications um, because it's a general... yeah. You can kind of apply it wherever you want. Yeah, and uh, and so that's when I really decided I was going to put everything into music, and you know, that's exciting. So then you won a competition. Uh huh. Tell me about that. The um, the Budweiser. Well, we'll talk about the Budweiser one too, and then we got to talk about the one that got you to your album now. But yeah, tell me about the Budweiser one. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, that was a. um, It was the Superfest contest, and I'm. I just submitted a video, and um, it was for a grand prize of 25000 and it was right around the time I was recording my last album. And um, I recorded in Philadelphia with Dice Raw from The Roots. Oh, wow. And um, I had told him I had all this money to record, and I really didn't. And this contest came up, and I... Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to win because I don't have the money. <laughs> I got a second job, you know, to yeah. try to save up, and I was nowhere near that that money. And um, so I ended up winning, and I got the call the day before I flew out to Philly to record. Oh, so then you could come with your money. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. That's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's like a good thing to do, though. You just tell people you have the money, and then oh hopefully it happens. Oh, gosh. <laughs> It all worked out, luckily. So um, then tell me, because you did your album with Don Waz. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Well, that was another... Um, it was put on by Guitar Center, and it's part of their singer-songwriter program. And uh, my brother was in it the year before. He was a finalist. Uh, Don wasn't the judge that year. Okay. But when I saw that Don was going to be a part of it this uh, this past year, I, I just I knew his history. I grew up listening to artists he he produced, and even though I didn't know it at the time growing yeah. up, um, but I, I just knew I had to to go for it, and um, you know. It, it worked. Again, I'm just, yeah. That's awesome. And for people who don't know, he's produced Bob Dylan, Rolling Stones, uh, Joan Baez, Bonnie John Ray, Ray, Bonnie Ray, yeah. literally everyone. Yeah, he's he's the man. And now he produced. So he produced your entire EP. Yeah. Tell me what that was like. It was um, it was pretty surreal just to be in the studio. We 
we tracked at Henson Studios, and he brought in James Gadson on drums, who played on D'Angelo's uh, latest record, and he played for Bill Withers and you know all these legendary artists, and um, Hutch Hutchinson on bass, Bonnie Raitt's bass player. Um, Mark Goldenberg on guitar, Machito Sanchez on percussion, and um, we tracked everything live oh, in wow. the studio. And that was my first time like playing and singing live with the band all at once. Yeah, because I don't think people realize that, that everybody comes in and sort of records their whole thing and then the producer puts it together. Yeah, and I usually, I typically like to separate my, you know, piano and vocals, but um, I just, you know, I trusted that Don knew what he was doing, obviously, and um, so we didn't we didn't record to a click track. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so it was really kind of organic, and every take was a little different than the other. That's cool. Yeah. When you go into the studio with somebody like that, mm-hmm. and you have like your own ideas for your record. I imagine I'd be like a little afraid to be like, no, I don't like this. And but you're Don Waz, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tend to micromanage a little bit. Okay. <laughs> just because you know I've been an independent artist, yeah. and um, but I knew going into this, we had a. I met with Don earlier um, that summer, last summer, and we kind of talked about ideas, and he told me his, and I just knew right away that we were on the same page. Um, he played me. Laura Nero's record um, with Patti LaBelle. And okay. Patti LaBelle was um, her backup singer for this record with two other women. And um, it was like Laura Nero and the Bells or something. And Laura Nero was a songwriter, singer-songwriter in the 70s. And um, I just, I as soon as I heard that record, um, I just knew okay like that's my sound he's got it yeah he's got it down and um and then when we got into the studio and started playing with the musicians it just like you know i didn't need to say much at all you know um it all just like he knows how to um highlight an artist's strength and strengths and um and so he really just knew what would you say is the best advice he's given you? Um, well, one, I guess, one piece of advice was just to, like, not um, succumb to trends and just be who you are and, um, you know, trust in your artistry. Um that was a big one for me. Yeah, that's cool. Because when you're listening to the EP, it doesn't sound like anything on Top 40 right now or anything... Yeah on the charts anywhere. Mm-hmm. Did you avoid listening to that stuff while you were making the album, or is that not necessary? Um, I mean, I I listen to it every now and then, and, you know, I still listen to the music my parents were listening okay. to growing up. I listen to a lot of different kinds of music, um, but I guess, you know, the way I write just, um, I don't know, it just steers that way probably if you're like classically trained on the piano too that helps you do more like musical things yeah (laughs) what is your songwriting process like are you like uh can you just sit at a piano and write something or does like somebody have to piss you off to get you in the studio what what happens (laughs) well if you piss me off that definitely helps like (laughs) (laughs) it gives me a little uh material but um 
I guess I tend to start with I'm really melody driven. Okay. And so I I will sit at the piano and chords. I'll um just sit at the piano and and usually start with the chords and melody and then lyrics come later. Okay. Typically, but sometimes it's the other way around. Um but you really have to like be inspired to write. It's hard for me to like sit down and just Right, like right. you're a robot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> did you write it all with Don, or did you have all these songs written before you got there? I wrote them before. I, I gave him 20 songs oh, wow. um, prior to the studio, and he kind of picked which ones he was into the most. That's exciting. Well, and he speaks so highly of the album now, too, and all the press he does. That's got to feel pretty exciting. Yeah, it feels really good. He's just he's super down-to-earth and real cool guy. Um, and just even outside of the studio, I'm just, you know, thankful for the, the friendship that was formed through all this. That's awesome. So now you're going on tour. Yes. Tell me about what, what can we expect from the tour? Well, I'm headed out in March with David Choi and, um, we're starting here. We're starting, uh, we play the Troubadour March. Oh, that's a fun venue. Yeah, I love I love that place. Um, and then we kind of hit OC and um, San Diego, and then Texas, Atlanta, East Coast. I love the East Coast, and then Toronto, and I think Chicago and Detroit, and then to Seattle, Pacific Northwest area. Sounds busy. Do you like life on the road? <laughs> <laughs> um. I do and I don't. I know because it's it, like it seems fun. I always think when you're on the stage and playing, it's probably exciting. But then mm-hmm. you're in a van with like smelly boys <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah, well, I am going solo for this one. <laughs> okay, that's so just you. That's good. And my, my and sister. you and your clean jeans. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, although it gets a little tricky on the road. That's another <laughs> another part of it. We won't ask questions. No, we won't get into that. Um, are you doing any cover songs? Um, I probably will, yeah, throw in some here and there. I like to just kind of feel out, you know, because every show is different, and the vibe you get from the audience is always different. So I tend to, you know, have a, have a general idea okay. and then kind of switch it up. While you're going, that's kind of intense, though. <laughs> well. I guess it's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, before we go, we're going to build a Tess Henley playlist. Okay. So I'm going to give you some categories, and you have to give me a song for them. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Go to breakup song. Breakup song. Oh, um... That's going to make sense to you, man. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, perfect. I love Kelly. Okay, favorite song to drive to. Um, I've been listening to Tune Yards okay. lately. Um, That's like good vibey driving yeah, music. Yeah, so let's go with um, Water Fountain for that. Perfect. Song to drink to. <sighs> what are we drinking? Okay, let's, what, we're drinking tequila. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, ooh, gosh. How about, um... <laughs> it's okay. You can say whatever pops in your head. 
some like uh, I'm thinking Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, okay, that's good tequila. What about <laughs> what about if we're drinking wine? Oh, wine. Um, maybe a little more. Um, we could maybe go into the jazz side oh, of things. Okay. See, my wine is like the Joni Mitchell Blue Album. That's like, oh, that's give a, me a bottle and I'm good. That's <laughs> a great choice. Um, I've been also into Gregory Porter lately. Oh, okay. And um, so, let's see. Um, On My Way to Harlem. Oh, okay. That's one of his I'll songs. I'll that up. And yeah. Make Out Song. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> um... um some, um, oh man. <laughs> on the spot. I know. I'm so, the thing is, it's kind of ironic because I am a musician, uh-huh. but I haven't listened to a ton of music. Because you're making like, it? Yeah. That makes sense, though. Um, but make out song, okay. Um, let's do a little bit of, <laughs> <laughs> um, Music Soul Child. Okay. You have, like, really good playlists. This yeah? is good. We'll put okay. this up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so EP Wonderland is out now. Mm-hmm. Where can we find more info from you? What's your website, your social medias? My website is TessHenley.com, and all my social sites are pretty much just at Tess Henley. Perfect. Well, thank you so much yeah. for coming in today. Thanks this is so, so much fun. Much. <laughs> if you guys want more from AfterBuzz, you can follow us at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me at Jason Eichler. We will see you in here next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.